Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So in line with being sensitive to the needs that others have, I'm reminded of a really well-known story about the Beis Halevi, Rabbi Yashaber Soloveitchik, who lived in the 1800s in Belarus. He was once asked an interesting halachic question before Pesach from someone in his city. Now, a little background first. Let's say Havdalah, for example, you don't have wine. You can't say Havdalah on some of the other beverages as a backup. Again, it's not ideal, but if you have no other option, you could use, for example, beer. You can ask your local rabbi in terms of what's acceptable. So this gentleman asked as follows. Can one fulfill the mitzvah of the four cups on Pesach using milk? It's an interesting question. But upon hearing it, the Beis Halevi, rather than answer the question, he ran to get 25 rubles to give to the fellow and wished him a good yontif. Now, the Beis Halevi's wife, who saw this, was a little surprised as, firstly, he didn't even answer the question, and secondly, even if the answer was no, and he wanted to give the man some money to buy some wine, a few rubles would have been more than sufficient. 25 rubles was way too much. So why did he give such a large sum of money? The Beis Halevi answered her as follows. See, the question is indeed an interesting question, but if you think about it, there's a deeper issue going on. See, when are the four cups drunk at the Seder? We drink the first two cups while reading the bulk of the Haggadah before we even get to the meal. But the last two cups are down following Shulchan Aruch, the main meal, dinner. Now let me ask you a question, he continued. How is it possible that this individual could have milk for the last two cups if we're not allowed to have milk after we've eaten meat? It must mean that he doesn't have money for a Seder meal that has any chicken or meat in it, or else he'd be fleshics and would have to wait hours in order to be able to then have the dairy cups of milk. And remember, listen, back in the 1800s in Belarus, it was safe to assume people weren't vegetarian or vegan. Everyone wanted a nice brisket for their yunt of meal. So he said, as such, I realized that while on the outside it seemed like this man was asking a simple question in Allah about milk, I lis- as I listened carefully, not just to the question, but to the questioner, I realized there is a much bigger issue. Namely, he doesn't have enough money to celebrate Pesach properly. And so I gave him 25 rubles to enhance his entire yunt of meal. You know, I love this story because it shows the way we're supposed to listen carefully, not only to what is being said, but what is often not said, the underlying issue or the storyline. What I also love about the story is that if we remember it, it can elevate our sensitivity when we're dealing with others. How lucky was I to have learned this story because tomorrow I'm going to share with you how this story inspired me just last week to react totally different than I would have otherwise, displaying how I often say the beauty of Torah is not simply in learning it, but then putting it into action and living it. So on that note, look forward to sharing you with the story next tomorrow. And for now, wishing you an awesome night. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.